What's up, everybody? Talking's Podcast. I'm Joey. And I'm your host, Bobby. And welcome back. Uh, it's the start of a new year. Yes. Happy New Year. Yes. Happy New Year's to everybody out there. Um, thank you for listening all the past year. I think we did about 30 episodes last year. Yeah, dude. Now let's double it because we started like mid-year. So yeah. Let's do we, like 60 episodes. Hopefully. At least one a week. So, um, yeah, we're starting a new season. Seasons greetings, my friends. Seasons greetings. Seasons greetings. I'm rolling right now. <laughs> I'm coming off a trip of a buzz. Nice. Feeling good. Yeah. I've had like two weeks off from my regular job, I guess you could say. Not my business, but yeah, the regular job. So How's that been? It's been really good. I found out that it's kind of uh, hard for me to take a break. Yeah? Yeah, it just totally kills the the vibe of the whole routine, you know, so it's hard to gain momentum back. Right. I struggle. I know exactly how that goes. You no, know, because like you bitch and complain that you want all this time off and then you get the time off and you're like, well, I shit. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> Did you get anything done though? Yes. But that's, that's, yeah, it matters. it's definitely productive. So right on. All is good. All is good. Oh, I need to silence my phone for a second. Yeah. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> how, how was your Christmas? Splendid. It's very good. I only visited my uh, girlfriend's family, so I haven't seen my family. Oh, wow. Or, I mean, they're like separated all over the place, so. Yeah. Hard so, to see the fam when it's It's kind of like nice, that. you know, just hanging around with like one family. Just I don't miss the four trips out of the whole damn oh, day. The fuck that. Oh, we did that. My, my Christmas and Christmas Eve was crazy. We went everywhere. Mm. It was like four different Christmases. Yeah. So, what'd you do for New Year's? (laughs) (laughs) No, nothing super intriguing, I guess. I don't know. I had a good time though. I was just chilling with uh, my roommate Jace Haley and uh, Haley's mom. We were jamming out to like the Beatles and got really, really drunk. Hell yeah. Just dancing in the kitchen, man. <laughs> Fucking A. The best part, she came down on like right when I was about to pass out on the couch and everyone gathered around and then we're like, no, three, two, one, happy new year. So like screamed it in each other's faces. And then Haley's mom's like, ah, she's like, okay, good night. And then she like leaves to go to bed. <laughs> I didn't stay up that long either though. I honestly was like, I don't know. When I drink a lot, I'm just... If I lay down, dude, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Let me light this thing. Yeah. I mean, this incense going. Get it going, bro. The seance. Feel the vibes. Feel the vibes. Creating a vibe over here. Do you have a uh, New Year's resolution? Um. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple actually. I always like choose a word. You know what I mean? Or like. Two or three words to base my whole abundance. That's mine. Yeah, that's one of mine. Abundance, consistency, and massive action. That's all of my New Year's resolutions. How long are you supposed to let this burn? Right now is good. Do I blow it out? Now? Blow it out. <laughs> oh, oh god! Shit, it Don't tits. knock it over. You blow a big bad wolf over here, blowing the fucking house damn, down. Dude, I spilt the ashes. I'm sorry. God damn it! It's all good. Anyways, 
Yeah, so abundance, of course, that's always a big one. You pick a word? Yeah, I pick three. Well, four, I guess. Abundance, uh, consistency, and massive action are my four words. Massive action. Yeah. Action's a good one. Yeah. And, you know, like, all of those go hand in hand. That's how I feel anyways. Mm. There's lots of change on the horizon. Um, Very. We'll see where every, where life takes us right now. For sure. I think mine's I want to quit my day job. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be one so I can focus on just the business. Hell yeah. We'll get there eventually. But... <laughs> In time, in time. And then the other one would be uh, traveling. Yes. I think traveling would be a big one. Traveling I is... I miss it, man. I don't know. You know what's scary to me is getting into the routine of things. Back into Life. the routine? Like, no, stuck in a routine. Oh, you yeah, know how yeah, You're yeah. just so far into it, you just don't even realize it because you're so fucking used to it. Yeah. You go to sleep, you wake up, you go to work, you come home, you stuff your face, you take a shit, you shower, yeah. you do something entertaining for like at least three hours, you gotta go to bed so you can do it all again to fucking tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck it's like you're stuck life. in the Matrix or something. Did you, you saw that movie. Yeah. Did you like it? I don't want to talk about it. I love that movie. I mean, I didn't, I didn't love, it, love it, but I liked it. It was like I said. It. I didn't love it. One of my favorite it, trilogies of all time. It's the Matrix. I think I didn't like the beginning of it. Yes, that I agree. Just... The beginning, I was like, "What the hell is going on right now?" I mean, I knew what was going on, and I kind of didn't like what was going on. So, but then it got, you know, progressively better as it went on. But anyways, yes, yes, yes. yes you're right. Going in and out of or getting stuck in a routine sucks, and yeah. it's very hard not to. Especially when you're in a flow. Dude. I was telling you earlier, um, it'd be cool to take the podcast like outside or something when it warms up. Yeah. Well, we can now. I've, I've got a laptop. We've got the laptop. Christmas. We upgraded, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. The, we are now mobile. <laughs> we can go anywhere. We right can now. come to you now. <laughs> we can come to you. <laughs> That's true. We can. Yeah. yeah. We can come to you now. We can go outside. We can do it anywhere. So, that's exciting. Oh, me and Andrea were looking at uh, furniture for down here because we want to get rid of this table. Right now, we're doing it on my old kitchen table. You're going to get rid of this? Uh, yeah, I think we're going to get you rid of this. You just hold on to it. It's a good solid table. Yeah, well, we're, we're going to change it up for the podcast. I actually bought paint. I'm going to paint this room. It's going to be Whoa. like a lighter gray color and white. So that should be cool. Brighten it up down here a little bit. And then... No, man. I want a dungeon. Let's do a dungeon style. A dungeon style? <laughs> God, no. Anyway, well, Andrea got a new job. so that's, Oh, did she? Yeah. And she's going to be working from home. Oh, sick. Okay. So that's part of the reason why we want to get rid of this table, because that's where our computer is right now. Mm. But we were, at, we were at the store today looking at furniture, and I found this badass, like, it's like a bar table, yeah. but it's perfect for a desk. It's got comes with four stools, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and it's got like shelves on the side of it, so we can put all of our candles and knickknack shit. Knickknack, paddywhack. Is that furniture still hard to get? No. Like I've heard a lot of people like they buy new furniture and they're like, 
It's not going to be here for like six months. After well, I guess it depends ocean. on what you want. Yeah. We just went to Big Lots. Big Lots. And they have some really good furniture there. But yeah, they, they had that table in stock. It was pretty, it was fairly cheap. Mm-hmm. And then we were looking at, uh, we went to Love Sack as well. Love looking, Sack. Because we were talking about getting bean bags for the chair or for the Dude, podcast. Be I'd be down for it. I'm all for it. Yeah. Dude, um, you a big fan of football? Do you like football? Eh, I mean, I, I like it. I don't really watch it very yeah. often. I was just at dinner right now. They're doing that Rose Bowl. Oh, yeah. And I guess Utah lost. They did like lose. A couple points or something. Well, the quarterback got hurt. <laughs> oh, man. He got knocked the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> but that I, sucks if you're a Utah fan. I'm just not a fan of that sport. I don't know what it is. It's I just like, don't watch sports in general very much. Mm. My son is the complete opposite. He knows everything and anything that's going on with them. Yeah. So that's pretty... It, I, he keeps me updated. <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's just not... It's not for me. Yeah. I like playing sports. I think it's fun. Right. But me too. Yeah, there's something weird about like just watching it and people yelling at the TV. I don't get it. Oh, yeah. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he's watching a game, and he cares about it because he's loud as fuck. Which, to each their own, I just never got into that kind of stuff. I mean, watching the Super Bowl is fun, especially if your team's in it, the team that you're rooting for. Do you have a... Do you have a... No, hell no. No? No. Yeah. What's this team? If I had a team anyway, what is it going to do for me? Nothing. No, well, it's just something to root for. I don't know. I think if Alkalil wins Rebel BC1, anything's going to happen to me? No. <laughs> <laughs> is Alkalil your favorite? Yeah. Yeah. Alkalil's my favorite big boy. Nice. He's dope. He is dope. <laughs> oh, oh, we need another candle. We're dying out here. Son of a bitch. We're dying out here, ladies and gentlemen. Light it up, light it up. So light them up, 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 up. Light them up, up, up. Anyways. What else? Yeah, what else is going you on? Any other big plans for this year? Um, I got a couple of things coming up. Oh. We'll see if we'll see what manifests from there. Oh, I'm burning my thumb. Um. Oh yeah, you got you got some few things you can't speak of them. Probably, yeah, right? I don't want to speak got, of yeah, them right now, some, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, you got some stacking. Yeah, stacking in your life. I see it. There's some things going on. Like I said, Andrea got a new job, so that's cool. Mm. She's going to be making more money, and she's at home. Damn, dude. So that's nice. That is nice. You don't really have to drive anywhere? Nope. You just save on maintenance and gas, and if you're making more money, shit. Yeah, exactly. Fuck yeah. Yep. So there's that. Um, Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of things on the horizon, like I said. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where the year takes us. I'm pretty positive about it. 2021 was a shit show. Was 2021 really bad for you, though? It was pretty bad. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. It was I one of the. It was, it yeah, was one I mean, of the not so good you years had a ditch in my life. For a second, huh? Yeah, it was. It was pretty. I feel like your ditch wasn't that long, though, right? Or was it? Well, 2021. 2021 was like. Yeah, I I mean, let's 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 reminisce. Let's reminisce. Let's recap. Twenty twenty one started out all right. Mm. It was all right, Um, and then in the summer, 
I, I got sick. Yeah. So that was yeah. shitty. Um, and then Andrea got in a car accident, wrecked the car. Yeah. So that was shitty. Um, God, there's gotten another one. <laughs> you gotten another one. Yeah. And that was shitty. Heavy. Betty White died. The last day. I got hella drunk rest for in her peace. last night. Hella drunk for Betty White. Yeah, rest in peace. <laughs> the B dub. Yes, you did. Honestly, I don't think I had a bad year at all. Last yeah. Because I started a business. I went to Hawaii. I did get COVID. Right. It wasn't that bad, thankfully. I mean, there was a lot of positive things. I went to Florida. Like, we went to Disney World and Universal Studios and all that yeah. shit. And then, uh, what else? God. Uh, oh, I got a new job. Opened up. You got a new job. I got a new job. So there was those. I mean, there was some good things. Yeah. I mean, we started this podcast. That started was cool. Business, yeah. There was a lot going. A lot, a lot. Yeah. I think 2021 is just a major change. Yeah. For a lot of people. I think 2021 <laughs> was like bringing shit to the surface kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, or making you bring shit to the surface in one way or another mm-hmm. that's how i feel about it anyways like uh, covid well. like getting sick and getting into that like whole state of mind i guess that yeah. definitely made me shift my views on a lot of things you know what i mean I, it made me experience uh, things i've never really experienced so it gave me more of an em- empathetic way of viewing things it's beautiful Oh yeah. So I, I always try to look at the negative in a positive way. Like try to find positive positivity out of anything negative that happens. So funny, funny thing is, you remember when Ashley Velos came and did uh, energy work on me? Uh, I wasn't there for it, but yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I told you about it. I think we talked about it on the podcast yeah. at one point. Well, during the energy work, she had me pull some oracle cards or tarot cards they were, I think they were more oracle cards anyways she's like pull three cards and this these three things are what you're going to need in your life and uh, one of them was yoga yoga yeah look at what my laptop is called oh shit it's you're called right. yoga it's called a yoga <laughs> so when I was buying this laptop I didn't think about it until after I bought it yeah. and I was at home checking it out yeah. and I'm like holy shit I pulled the card and it said, you need more yoga in your life. Wow. I don't know if that's a synchronicity or not, but that was kind of... More yoga. That was kind of cool. But anyways, yeah. So, definitely a lot of self-growth in 2021, for sure. Because there was a lot of struggles. Um, and there was a lot of positive things as well. So... Yeah. Well, yeah, you started your business. Did, yeah. And that's coming a long way. It has. It really has. Yeah. Do you guys keep growing? I do. Are you you are you at the point where you need to hire people yet? No, not yet. Let me know. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Cuz if if I feel like I don't know, I want to try like to do everything we can not to hire someone just yet. For sure. You know what I mean? Cuz like there's a lot that goes into it. You know, you got to pay their like federal, state, yeah, social, a workers comp, the hell their fucking base pay alone. Um, it's just a lot, man. Not. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's pretty scary. Yeah, I'm scared to do it, honestly. It's not know. that bad. I mean, we owned a studio and we had to yeah. do that same shit. Yeah. Just 
Yeah. When you when you're ready, just let us know. We'll help you out. That'd be great. Because it's not. There's a lot. Yeah, a lot that goes into it, man. Tax wise, it sucks. Yeah. But you know, when you have to do it, you have to do it. For sure. To expand. But if my endeavors, <laughs> my coming up adventures actually go like positive. Mm. I'm going to be looking for like side work as well. You know what I mean? Oh, sick. So, Sweet. when you're ready, no no rush. I'll hold you to it, man. Yeah. No, honestly, there's like a few people. Like, I can we clean. have Jace that helps us, honestly. Yeah. Like, he, if we need like extra money, he's like, hey, let me know if you guys have any available spots. And, Hell yeah. Which is great because, like, sometimes, you know, like, I'm still stuck at like my day job, you know, doing that thing. And then he's helping out Haley. So, right. It's been great. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. But yeah, there's like a certain amount of that you have to pay somebody until like, you know, you got to like do taxes for right. them. So. Yeah. Well, lots to learn, man. Learning left and right. <laughs> that's the big one. The struggle is real, but it's a good thing. Yeah, man. So, that's good. I'm I'm happy that you guys are doing well. Yeah, I'm going to go to the jam in Vegas. Oh, yes. I think there's two jams. I hope that I get to go to that as well. I know. I hope you do too. I think it'd be really fun. I hope a lot of people on the crew go. I think it sounds like a lot of people from Utah are going to this jam. So I hope they do. I, yeah, because I mean the Utah's the Utah dance scene is looking really good right now, for sure in all aspects of it. I would mm-hmm. say. That's yeah. It's the uh, Skills Talk Las Vegas on January 29th. Yes. That one's a pretty expensive entry, man. That's a twenty dollar entry fee. Woo! But DJ Nick is playing. There's a 1v1 breaking, 4v4 breaking, and then the 1v1 kids slash youth battle. Although, um, I looked at this because there was two different flyers. There was something interesting where yeah, one of them says uh, 1v1 all styles, but then on another flyer of the same events, it doesn't have them stating really they're doing an all styles. So I don't know if they are or if they're not. Well, I, I know that they're doing two different days. Or is it two separate jams? It's two separate jams. So the... The January 28th is the Full Force Cruise, I think, 27th anniversary. Right. And that's just the 2v2 breaking. Yeah. But then the skills talk that's on the 29th is uh, the big one that, you know, has the 1v1 breaking, 4v4, one's kids, and then a 1v1 all styles, supposedly. I'm not too sure. Hmm. I'm not too sure what happened there, but... Well, either way, it should be pretty, pretty cool, right? Oh, yeah, I think so. Um, do you have a partner? I do. I have, um, I'm just entering the 4v4. I'm not sure if I'll do the 2v2. Uh, maybe I will. I'm not, I'm not too sure. I'd have to ask somebody, but yeah, I think the 4v4, I got Josh text. Um, it's going to be me, monkey, and I think it's robot as well. Robot? Robot. I thought that guy died. Oh, <laughs> I haven't seen him forever. No, man. Robot with the dreamy eyes. <laughs> the dreamy eyes. He's a cool dude. Yeah. I didn't even know he was breaking still. I haven't seen him in probably two years. I'm literally just reading a message right now from Josh as we speak. Wow. That'll be a dope crew. Yeah, I'm going to... Bomb Bomb asked me to enter the 2v2. So it'll be me and Bomb, which will be... That'll be fun. I haven't break. I haven't uh, battled with him in a while, so that should be fun. I don't have a four v four yet, but if I go, I'm sure 
our crew will make like four crews. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many of us. That's right. So, anyways. But no, yeah, it's going to be a good time. That should be fun. I haven't been to Vegas in a minute. How, what are your thoughts on Vegas? As far as the scene? Just in general. The scene, the state, the whatever. Um, I like Vegas. Um, would I ever want to live there? I don't know. I mean, I've heard it's not that bad if you live. I heard you Vegas know, is getting expensive too, though. I heard. Well, yeah, it's not as expensive as here, believe it or not. And if you live kind of, you know, if you live not near the Strip, it's just like anywhere else. Yeah. I would live there because I like the weather, and I think that town is cool. But I think you'd get sick of it really quick. Yeah. Because I don't know about you. Just smell of cigarettes. Right. The whole time. I don't know about you, but when I go to Vegas, I can only stay there for like maybe the maximum of three days. Oh yeah, that's how I feel. I think it's two for me, honestly. <laughs> if you do it right, you know what I'm yeah. saying? If you don't pace yourself and you go ham, you drink all the time, you're walking the strip, you're fucking dead after two yeah. or three days. It's time to go home. It's time to go home. Probably made a lot of mistakes along the way. <laughs> By the way, nothing stays in Vegas, folks. Did I ever tell you the time that I flew out to Vegas? When I was a flight attendant, I flew out to Vegas with two of my other buddies. Well, yeah, two of my other buddies because one of one of my friend's friends lived there. Friend's friend. So he came and picked us up. Okay. And he picked us up in this truck. It was like one of those trucks with the two like seats in the back that face each other. Okay. What do you call those the bucket seats? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like a little Ford Ranger pickup truck anyways he picks us up and we were just going for the night and so we got there probably around six o'clock six p.m went and got food and then we went and fucking partied like crazy and i didn't i don't drink you know what i mean yeah so they were all getting sloppy drunk which made me the dd the designated driver hell yeah and it, it was it was badass but we were coming home probably at three or four o'clock in the morning, and I've got three at drunk ass people in that car with me, right? And the guy that lives there, he was sitting in passenger seat, and the other two were in the back, and it was hot as fuck. So we had the windows kind of halfway rolled down, yeah. and on the back of pickup trucks, the back window just slides open. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's just that yeah, little right, like that window. Little box. So they had that open and we're all just talking and we're on the freeway and all of a sudden one of my friends, my friend in the passenger seat was like, oh my God, I'm going to throw up, pull over, <laughs> pull over. And I'm like, dude, I can't pull over. We're stuck in the middle of everything. And he starts, I, I roll down the window all the way for him yeah, yeah. and he start hurling. He goes, he starts yeah or, dry heaving uh, dry heaving yeah he starts yeah. dry heaving and his face is not completely out the window so he's like huh, huh, and i'm like you're not all the way out the window and he's just not listening to me yeah. <laughs> nothing exists at this point for this man so i'm put my left hand on the steering wheel and i fucking face palm his face or pushing him out i push like his that. head out the fucking window and that dude pukes and it goes out the window and it blows around in the back and comes oh, through the back window what? and hits the two people in the back. Do you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. it blows around and it hits the dash and I get some on my arm and shit. I'm, 
The other two start dry heaving. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and they start throwing up out the back window. And it's a pickup truck. Yeah. And he's got, like, nice tools in the back and all this stuff and all this puke. Yeah, dude. I think I've gotten a lot better when people are puking around me. I feel like I can stomach it more. Yeah. So I think I've just been around it quite a bit where I'm just kind of, like, I'm used to it now. Right. If it was like on me, I th- that's a different story. Yeah, like, no, oh, they I got hit in the face with that. Oh, yeah. It, the whole car, the car stunk like it. It was on the oh, inside of the windshield. Smell like freaking dried up, freaking Seven Up or something left oh, out in the sun in your car. It's, it's all over the carpet. You smell. Okay. Like, yeah, dude, it smelled like freaking <laughs> uh, sick alcohol and juice because they were just drinking mixed drinks all freaking night long. Yeah, dude. Uh, so way to go out, man. Yeah. But Way to go out. We all we made it. <laughs> we made it back to his place. We crashed out for like four hours, and then we all got up. And he drove us to the airport. And there was like throw up all over the side of his car and in the freaking uh, bed of it. Oh god! <laughs> he dropped us off at the airport. Like oh, that. <laughs> fuck, dude. Anyways, the hell. That that was fucked up. That was uh. That's why you can only do it for like two or three days, because that wolf one whole night was one was enough for night. me. But yeah, I don't know. I think there's a lot of opportunity out there. I think the yeah. the dance scene out there is probably is not probably, but it is more evolved. I think there's more like higher level b boys and other you know other Ooh. styles out there. Yeah, but. I don't know. It's too hot there. I can't do it. It's too dry. I love the hot. I love the heat. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I'm all about it, man. I need more life around me. More what? More life. More, more life. life. Environment. Yeah. What? Yeah, you're a forest mountainy person. Damn. You look like a mountain man. I know I do, right? I know I probably especially do. Shit. <laughs> I know I was digging through my old clothes and I had a bunch of flannels. I was like, toss them. Get them the fuck out. Why? You look like a lumberjack. You need to embrace that want shit, to bro. Look like a lumberjack. You need to look like a lumberjack. Yeah. You can rock it. I think when it gets pretty warmer, though, I am gonna just trim the whole beard. Are you? <laughs> yeah. You're gonna get rid of it all. I think so. You're gonna go baby That's face. That's like the shitty thing, cause it's like I go back and forth, and I feel like when I want to do it, I don't, because it's like when just the length that it's at, it just takes forever. Yeah. You know? And I just don't want to go through that again. I don't know. Sometimes I do miss seeing my jawline. <laughs> baby face Fowler. Yeah. I don't Bring think I'd go. I don't think I'd go baby face, but how stubble, you, stubble like just this, stubble, something like that. Yeah. I like this. This is easy to maintain. I don't think I'll ever shave my face ever again. Honestly, like no. with a razor, I don't think I'll ever shave that. No. Yeah. Nope. I think some people shouldn't. <laughs> like I'm definitely someone that should not shave my face. <laughs> shave it, bro. I just I bring it back. <laughs> I have a picture of you. I look like I'm 17 yeah. again. I have that picture of you, man, where you're just smiling all dweebish-like. You bastard. What the <laughs> fuck? You look like... He just... It was sitting right there on the windowsill. On the windowsill. You had it up there. I don't know why you had a picture of yourself up there. It wasn't myself. It was my sisters, you idiot. All I saw was you. That's all I remember. Why would I hang picture. a photo of myself on? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't a photo of myself. It Are was sure? two other individual human beings in it. You're going to have to show me this photo. Oh, my God. I'm not going to send you it because when I send you it, you're going to keep it. and then you're gonna I already have it. 
I already have the the best part of that photo, and it's you. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, um, what else? Whoop. I don't know what else. I, I forgot. I had I had something, but I forgot. Well, you better remember. God damn it. God damn it. Damn it, man. Your birthday's coming up. When's your birthday? I don't know. My birthday is. It's the thirtieth. Oh, of January. Yeah. So we got a little bit of time. I'm going to be an old-ass man. Old? How old are you going to be? I'm going to be 28. Fuck, you are going to be an old-ass man. I know. I think I met you guys when I was like 17. No way. uh, Yeah. 11 years ago? I think so. I've known you for 11 years. I met you guys. I don't think I was on the crew for 11 years, but I think so. Weird. Because I've been dancing for 11 years. We're fucking old. Holy You're shit. Old. <laughs> You're old. <laughs> We're all getting old. Yeah. It's part of growing up. <laughs> getting old. Oh, dude. Freak. Damn. No, I definitely want to try to make, go like go somewhere once a month. What do you mean? A little vacation. Like part of outside my, of my the resolution. state? Yeah. Nice. Well. I just want to travel. I like that. I mean it. I believe I mean you. It, people. I believe you. I'm writing it down. I wouldn't mind doing that as well. We'll see. <laughs> what you hinting, Bobby? What you hinting over there? We'll see. We'll see. I'm not. I'm Why not going to tell the audience what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I won't do that we'll see what happens. I don't want to say anything because I don't know. Like, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Yeah. Um, oh shit! Another thing I found out is my brother and his husband are going to be having a baby. Really? Yes. Just they, one. Well, hopefully. Hopefully. When you do, uh, what do you call it? When you get a surrogate. Uh huh. And oh, it's a surrogate. Oh, it's a surrogate. Yeah, because. Okay. Okay. They're gay. Yeah. You know what I mean. So. They found a surrogate, which is their friend, and she was totally willing to do it, which is awesome. That's amazing. Um, and then they found eggs, uh-huh. and obviously they've got the man part, the sperm. Yeah. So they oh, had, they did conceive. This is a dumb question. What? Do they? Is it from both of them, or is it just one of them? Just one of them. Okay, <laughs> that was a dumb question. Sorry. No. <laughs> well, sometimes what they do is um, they'll take both people's yeah. sperms, both men's sperm. But then one they dominates the other, right? Because I don't think you can... Then they don't know whose it is. Okay. You know what I mean? And they do that on purpose, so they yeah they don't know. So it's just kind of like, yeah, Fame it's an arms exciting. race for the swimming people. But How exciting. But that's exciting. So their, their baby is due at the end of August. Yeah. So they announced that on Christmas. Fuck yeah. Which is crazy. So it's really expensive, isn't it? It's so Sorry. expensive. They were telling me, and I was like, "Oh my god!" But I mean, that's cool. They really want one, and they've been lining their entire life up to do it, which is amazing. So they've been very strategic yeah. with what they've been doing, and yeah, I think it's amazing. Should be very, very interesting. But they say when you do it like that, that there is a high chance of twins and or triplets 
So at the moment, it's too early to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so they'll find out. But I think it's going to be a boy. They already know the sex for... I don't know how that works. Really? So, yeah. I'm going to be an uncle again. <sighs> but yeah, super interesting. That's crazy with like the technology that people can do. I right? know. It's so freaking weird, man. It's insane. Hmm. And it's expensive. I cannot... I. It's crazy. Could you be a sperm donor? You think you could, could do that? <laughs> I've never thought of that. <laughs> I've never thought of it either. I don't think I could. A sperm donor. You seen that? What's that one movie? I think it's like with Vince Vaughn. I forget what it is. Oh yeah, like has like a hundred kids of like of his genes or whatever that find him and he like meets them all. He goes to like (laughs) he goes to a what do you call it? Like a meeting they have. Yeah, yeah, and all of them are his. Yeah, (laughs) and they don't know it. (laughs) So he makes it a point to meet all of them. What is that movie called? I don't know. Anyways. But yeah, I don't know if I could be a sperm donor or not. I, I don't think I, I could have thought of it. Yeah. If I was a woman, I would donate my eggs. You make like, what, thousands of dollars? I don't know. Something like that. I have no idea, but I, I that's a lot harder because they have to extract the eggs, don't they? Yeah, something like that. But if yeah. you make bank. And being a surrogate, you get a lot of money yeah. being a surrogate. I don't think I could do that either. Well, you can't physically. Well, yeah, physically I can't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to. Chad's wife has been a surrogate. That's right. I think multiple times. Is it two or three times over? I think it's two, just to be safe. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if she was the third. That that woman is an angel. That's that's got to be a it's, lot of like something else. I don't know. That is crazy. Yeah, that's like donating a kidney because you only need one. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, yeah, take my body, use it. It's crazy. Yeah, remarkable stuff. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. So, anyways, what are you? What else are you doing? Um, well, I guess you're already working, huh? Like my time's almost done. I don't know what else I'm gonna do. This is like my last day for free time. Yeah, tomorrow's mine. Then I gotta go back to the scheduled life i only had a three-day weekend this weekend Mm. so i've been working pretty much the rest of the time so i haven't completely gotten out of the swing of things so i'm good to go back (laughs) (laughs) i'm not i'm not ready for it yeah because you got you have your full-time job and you're cleaning i had like two weeks off you be you have to be grinding, man. Yeah. Oh. It's all about power bars and Red Bulls. Oh fuck. Keep that. you going, bro. I haven't had an energy drink for like since Element. Really? Yeah, dude. I haven't had one since Element. I haven't had one for a while. At least two months. Actually that's a lie. I probably had a little bit of one. We went to go see Caesar. Caesar? Is that her name? Caesar? Caesar? Who's Caesar? I don't know. Yeah. What's a Caesar? <laughs> what's a Caesar? <laughs> what's a Caesar? <laughs> SZA is the artist. Oh, SZA. Anyway, went to go see her, right? And then we ordered uh, like a rum and coke, but the guy put like, not coke in it. It was like Red Bull and alcohol. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was 
I don't know. I just can't drink that stuff anymore. It makes me sick. Yeah. Like, I see Slinky just pounding it at practice. Dude, like, all the time. Oh, how do you do it? All the, and the man looks like a statue. Like, he's just so chiseled. Yeah, that's remarkable. He posted a video on TikTok, I think, or Facebook or Instagram. One of those social media outlets. But he posted a video of what he eats. Yeah. And it's like Pringles and Gushers, energy drinks, and... Just a whole bunch of other garbage. Yeah. And he's like, and this is my body. He's got like an eight pack. He does. It's weird. I don't know. I want to say something, but I don't know if I should say it on this or not. What? Say it. I don't know. It's just about the crew. Uh Uh-oh. I just had a thought about it. Say it. I don't know. What, What are your thoughts on the crew right now currently? What do you mean? BKZ. What are your thoughts? What do you feel? As far as just in general? Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I feel. Okay. I'll say that first. This is just me. Okay. With the crew. Do you feel like the crew has become more clicky? Uh, I, I don't mean to bring up some dirty laundry or anything. Damn. Here, but I was just a question. I was curious. I don't know. Uh, maybe? Because right now I feel like the crew is pretty clicky right now. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, it's almost natural, right? Because the crew, this crew is really big. Yeah. It's a big crew. You well, know? you're going to gravitate to people you click with more. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You haven't really felt anything? Or is that just me? I mean, I know that like there's certain people on the crew that are really close and they hang out all the time. But I, I kind of, I'm a floater. Because I hang out with you, I hang out with Shogun, I hang out with Bomb Bomb, I hang out with Slinky, you know what I mean? So it's just me. <laughs> You're just the odd man out. I don't know. I don't know, because I was going to say it's me and you that are clicky, and then it's like show with Katie. And yeah, they, Hennen they definitely. And Hennen and Kid Boo, Slinky and Bomb, you know what I mean? Yeah, I could see that. I can see that. Sorry, it's an uncomfortable conversation, and I haven't talked to anybody about it, but I was just curious what your thoughts were, because this is how, honestly, of how I'm feeling currently. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's nothing like, like I'm mad at or like upset at. It's just a thought, you know what I mean? Yeah. That I've just kind of like noticed, but maybe I'm doing it to myself. Well, I'll... Because I'll... <laughs> like I've... Here's my thing. Like I haven't seen Hennen for the longest time, right? Hennen just, yeah. But Hennen's like really busy. You know, he's doing busy. Something. So it's like he's kind of the odd man out. And then he only sees like Shogun and Kid Buu like at work. Right. And they're like really close, you know? Yeah, because they all work together. Yeah, so like that stuff makes sense. Yeah. My thing is, I'll hit everybody up and they'll be like, yeah, let's go do something. And then yeah. I'll hit everybody up again and nobody says anything. That yeah. drives me fucking crazy. It's like, hey, if you don't want to do anything, just say it. Yeah. Don't say, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do something. And then when it's time to do it, <laughs> you're you're gone. Yeah. You're MIA. I don't know. I've just been feeling weird lately with the crew because it's like, I think with battling, like I've asked two individuals to like battle with me, but they didn't really say anything or they said they weren't doing it and then they do it with somebody else. Really? Yeah. Uh-oh. So that made me feel kind of weird. And then there's also, like, the fact that I'm battling with, like, Josh and, like, Monkey in Vegas and not you guys. Well, 
You know what I mean? I'm down to battle. Well, I know you're down to battle, but it's like with other people in the crew, it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's just getting weird right now. Yeah. But maybe that's just me in my own head. You know what I mean? I think that uh, giving circumstance it's easier to become more clicky you know what i mean yeah especially when people certain people work together we podcast together yeah um i know like it's only natural yeah it's like i don't take anything personal no i don't either i i have i mean i haven't really noticed other than I mean, I notice when certain people hang out. Because I think, I like, Slinky even mentioned it, like, for doing something for, like, New Year's. He was like, I wish we could do something we can all just do together. He's like, I'm, it's really hard to, like, get everybody to do something at once. It really is. Because everybody's at different points in their life. And everybody wants to do something different. So, and when you have, like, 15 <clears throat> people, you have 15 different personalities that want to do 10 different things. You know what I mean? It's like... Last night, I'm like, what is everybody doing? And nobody had any idea what they were doing. And so I was like, uh, well, we're going to my in-laws. If yeah. you guys want to come, go ahead. You know what I mean? I didn't hear anything from anybody, which was fine. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. That's kind of where um, I am with the crew right now. It's like I'm, I can make plans. I There's been times where I have like we, we've – all established that we're having a party here at my house and I go and buy all this food and drinks and two people show up and 10 people said they were coming. So I stopped just yeah. doing that at, in general. It never used to be like that. Um, and like I said, people are just in different aspects of their life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people don't want to do certain things, which is totally fine. Because I know, like, let's, like, Shogun, Julia, and Katie, and even Bomb Bomb, they like to go and play games. And I I like doing that. I just kind of, like, go, you know what I mean? Like, oh, we'll play games, let's go get games. And then we like to podcast and hang out and talk, which is dope. I like doing that. Yeah. I guess I'm, like, a chameleon. So, but I can, I can definitely see where you're coming know. from. Nothing personal. I was just curious to hear your thoughts yeah. on the whole thing. Because I, just lately, the past like month, I was like noticing it more, I guess. Right. Just like, whoa. I don't know. Yeah. Because it's like reminiscing of like what the crew was way back then to what it is now. It's just so very different. Yeah. Not in a bad way. No. And that's, that's natural. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. As the crew gets older and matures, there's new avenues that they, you know, people go down. And that's totally fine. Like, even Bomb Bomb, Bomb Bomb is, he's living where? In, where is it? Bountiful. Bountiful. So he's pretty far away and he hates yeah. driving anywhere, um, which I don't blame him. That sucks. But he's, <laughs> he used to be around all the time. And now he's not so much i mean he comes to practice all the time and he'll come and hang out every once in a while but i see him probably the least out of everybody mm. well other than slinky i guess but um i had a thought and i lost it <laughs> oh damn well but anyways <clears throat> yeah i mean well oh that's the thought you guys you guys all lived together as well, just last year. 
So that's got to be a huge change as well because you probably did everything together and now everybody's gone, like moved to their own separate place and they have their own separate lives. That's true. There's nothing connecting you guys right now. So that could also play a role in it. You know what I mean? Because if Katie was going to hang out with Shogun, because they're good friends, right? Julia and Katie are really good friends, I think. So that's natural. If it, when you guys were living together, when they wanted to hang out, Katie would just come over. And it would just be like, oh, it's just another person there. Same with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... I don't know. I've never thought of it. I haven't thought of it in... I don't know either. I'm sorry I brought that question up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean... Just out of curiosity. I was just curious to hear your thoughts on it. It's a perspective, and I think it's a valid perspective. Because it's like, even when I show up to practice, I feel weird sometimes. Really? I do. In what way? It just doesn't feel... This is juicy. I like this. I don't know, authentic. It just feels kind of like segregated. Like I belong in this corner and you guys are always in that corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It could be just me in my own head, though. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't... I, I feel like this crew has been in a far, like, more segregated place than it is now. Yeah. But I can definitely, like I said, see where you're coming from. Because, right. like, when, I don't know, Josh asked me to battle, my first thoughts were, like... I don't know, is the crew going to be okay with that type of thing, you know? I don't have any problem with it. But, all right. But it's just like, it's just kind of like weird for me, you know what I mean? Because I've never battled with anybody other than you guys. Yeah. And then now here's like an opportunity. And I honestly didn't know anybody was going to Vegas because no one really talked about it. And he was the first one that asked me about it. So I was like, sure, like I'd be down. Yeah. But like I said, the past like previous battles, like I've asked and no one's really said anything to me. So I was just like, what? what's that about like what's going on like why can't you just say no to me you know what i mean or right like, you have other plans or why did you make up an excuse or a lie interesting you know what i mean i had I no mean, idea any of this was going on did i suck do i suck so bad at battling fuck yeah you do, bro. <laughs> <laughs> i i had no idea but no it's all good i'm okay. not like butthurt or anything i was just curious to hear like your thoughts on the whole thing yeah no i i I haven't really noticed that, but I haven't really asked anybody and they've told me no, you know what I mean? Or they have just like, or they've just ghosted me. I haven't had that either. So I'm just, I just kind of go with the flow, man. (laughs) And I will always battle with you. Thanks, man. You just never ask me. Is there a problem? (laughs) (laughs) I've battled with you the most, though. I've given you a shit, dude. <laughs> I think I've battled with you like five times or yeah. six times. We battled a lot. Definitely battled a lot. Yeah. Because that was like my goal. I wanted to battle with like everybody in the crew. Like I've never battled with like Henan. Really? I've never battled with. I, I mean, with like groups, but like a two on two. It hasn't been with Henan. hasn't been with Boo. Yeah. Um, Who else? It hasn't been with Katie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I haven't battled with, I haven't battled with Hennen either. I haven't even battled with White Boy. I haven't battled with White Boy. I haven't battled with Hennen. I haven't battled with Katie. I battled with Katie, well, like on a three-on-three. It was me, Alani, and Katie at the last battle. 
But everybody else I think I battled with. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking start just doing it. I I like I like mixing it up. It's cool when you cuz you you the more people you battle with, the more you find your chemistry and then you know like, oh, if I battle with this person, I know we can make it this far. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I don't even think I battled with flight. I battled with uh, flight and you would think I mean, I would think, essentially, that me and Flight would make a pretty good team uh-huh. because we're kind of opposite in a way yeah, and yeah. the same in ways. Hell no. We don't make it far ever. Yeah. I've tried battling with him three different times, and we didn't even make it out of prelims one of those times. Wow. For whatever reason. I don't think I would do good with Flight either because I feel like we're pretty similar in some ways, in a lot of ways. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's super interesting. I was talking with the dis, and we were trying. We were. This is just hypothetically speaking. I th- we think it'd be awesome to do a battle, a two-on-two battle, where you we pair up people who complement each other. Okay. So, like for instance, an example. Just imagine if Alonzo and Bomb Bomb were one B boy, but. So you'd pair them up, right? Right. Because that would be an amazing... With Bomb's power and Alonzo's footwork. And and style, style. yeah. Yeah. Just imagine how awesome that duo would be. Interesting. So we wanted to do something like that. There's a lot that I've talked with him about. Mm. He's got a lot of great ideas. And he, he just wants to make the scene grow. You know what I mean? He wants to unify it a little bit more than what it is and I feel like I feel like over the years we've tried to do that with like open sessions and stuff like that but it's always been like you're saying kind of clicky Yeah. like when you go to an open session it's that click over there in that corner that click over there in that corner and you know you might have one person floating around but typically you're usually practicing with your people, even if it's at the same place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially, they used to have them at the Art Alliance, which was a huge room. And it was just, it was the bigger the room, the easier it is to be clicky. If the room is smaller, it forces people to practice together more. Mm. You know what I mean? And I, I wanted to start an open session because... I wanted to model what they had out in Long Beach, California when I lived out there at a place called Homeland. I think I've talked about this several times, but they had a room and it it was a it was a decent sized room, but they also had a DJ practicing his sets. Mm. So you had that live DJ practicing his sets and then B-boys practicing, but you had you know, people like the L.A. Breakers and the West Coast Rockers, which at one point they were like enemies, you know, or frenemies or whatever. But they were practicing at the same spot together. Yeah. And they were giving each other pointers. Mm. Like one person on one crew was trying to do head spins and another person from the other crew knew how, walked, to, do it. Knew how to do it, walked over to him and gave him pointers and like worked with him for 15 minutes yeah. to help him get it. I feel like... Any scene's gonna grow and flourish when we we become, you know, when you have that more unified consciousness, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
because you've got certain people in this scene that are at a different level. Just imagine if they shared what they had with everybody. You know what I mean? Interesting. And I think everybody has something to contribute. Yeah. So, But do you hate it when people are like forcing their like opinions on like the dance on you and they're like hey you should try doing it like this and like this and like that yes and no i think it's one thing to come in and give your opinions and your views and just here take it or leave it Mm -hmm. and it's another thing to be like no you need to do it this way the way you're doing it is wrong Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah so like I said, it, it's got to be a two-way streak. The person that's giving needs to give, yeah. obviously. And the person that is receiving or anybody that is there needs to have the ability to receive. Because if you don't, it doesn't fucking matter, right? Yeah. You, can, you can look at Joe Schmo or whoever's teaching or giving you advice and say, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Or you can choose to go, Huh, I never thought of it that way. And be open about what they have to say to you. Try it out, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I think everybody's got a different perspective on things. Because everybody's had, um, what do you call it? Everybody's had different uh, adventures in their breaking and dance career and, you know, that I haven't had. So when I say everybody's got something to contribute, that's what I mean. Hmm. Like you have something to contribute that I've never experienced and I have that that you've never experienced. And that goes for anybody that takes this dance serious and has been around for a while. You know what I mean? So I feel like when you're doing an open session and you're going to an open session, it should be like give and take, right? Yeah. It shouldn't have like, and and that could just be as something as simple as an exchange, or bringing an energy. You know what I mean? Because I don't know about you when certain people, not even certain people, just anybody that's new comes to our Practice. session. Yeah. It makes me go harder. Naturally, you know what I mean, and it it's probably gonna make that person go harder too, right? So, right there is an exchange of okay, we're benefiting each other. But if somebody comes to our practice and keeps to themselves in the in the corner and doesn't really associate, it doesn't do anything for anybody. You know what I mean? Okay. And I think I think it you have open sessions where you do that and then you have other sessions where you just focus on you, you know what I mean? It's not even at these open sessions, focus on you, but if you see somebody doing something that you know how to do and they're struggling with it, fucking walk over and give them a pointer or two. Just imagine if we unified the scene a little more like that. You can still have rivalry, but when practice comes, you put that shit aside. We're here to grow together. Mm. Mentality, how much more we would push the ceiling in this dance scene. Because right now... The way we're doing it is great and people are excelling and it's growing. Like it's definitely, everybody's excelling. But if you work together with everybody and combine different things, like just imagine if Alonzo and uh, 
bum practice together for I don't know a couple weeks how much difference there both of them would be you see what I'm saying yeah and this is the kind of conversations that me and the dis have been having the last two or three practices yeah but it it's just super interesting when you think of it like that that if we just yeah like we just unified and grew we'd push the we'd push the ceiling you got to put your differences aside though you know a battle is rival right like a battle is a battle yeah. practice is practice it's it doesn't have to be a battle at practice yeah you know unless you're training cuz it's it's always good to battle at practice mm-hmm. i think that's important but also work together sorry i just went on a tangent no, that was great well said yeah so and and not everybody's open to that that's the other thing and that's okay too they're just not at that point in their in their travels you know what i mean and they might never be at that point cuz i know b boys who don't want to hear what anybody else has to say as far as how breaking should be they like it their way and that's it and that's okay too you know what i mean it's just where do you want to go with it yeah if you want to be like world renowned you want to go and compete against these world class b boys you're going to have to think outside of the box of where you're at. Otherwise, you're going to stay where you're at. You might excel still, but you won't excel to that level until you do that. That's my own thought on the whole thing. Yeah, interesting. You know, and every like I said, everybody has something to contribute, whether it's knowledge, a move, a way of how they do things, a way how they see things. It's it's all that. And especially as a teacher, mm-hmm. I oh I will always, if somebody wants to teach and they're going out of their way to do it, I will always listen because I'm always going to be a student, right? I don't know everything. I've been around for 22 years. I don't know half of everything, right? So it's I think it's important for any teacher to have that same mentality where you are constantly learning. Because if you stop, you stay stagnant where you're at. You need to keep growing. And especially for people you're younger, like you, you you have all these years to think outside of that box. Mm-hmm. I think the more opportunity that you give yourself, the better. And especially if somebody that's like the dis, he's come to our practices a couple of times and offered to teach. I'm totally down for it. You know what I mean? Whether I agree with everything he says or does 100%, that that's another thing. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying, like, for those people who are, like, teetering on that fence of, how do you feel about this? And how do you feel about that? Well, I know that he's been around. You know what I mean? Like, he is... He's done a lot as far as himself as an individual, as a b-boy, mm-hmm. and he's done a lot with youth programs. And they've done it on a world-class stage. So, yeah, I, I feel like some of the stuff he's got to say is pretty valuable. You know what I mean? But if 
somebody that has been dancing for five years comes and says that same like has that tries to do that same thing yeah it's gonna be probably less it's receptive you know i'm gonna be less receptive to it i'll listen to you yeah i'll I'll hear what you have to say because i've i've had people that have been dancing far less than me teach me things you know what i mean they don't know it (laughs) it's not like i went to their class but i've practiced with them and they just give you a pointer and you're like oh shit i never thought of it like that we i feel like just like you're saying you were saying earlier in the podcast when you you get stuck in the in your routine right you get stuck in your routine of your life you go to work every day you do this you take a shit you eat you go to sleep well same thing with breaking i go to i go to uh, practice mm-hmm. Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. I practice with the same people. Mm-hmm. I have the same point of view, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like that's a bad thing, but if I have somebody else that yeah tweaks that a little bit and throws me off, it's just going to help me grow, right? Good point. Mm-hmm. So, things to think about. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> That was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> we just went off. <laughs> I got in the flow state. No, good. So no, that was pure gold. Yeah, I'm all for it. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean there, there's a lot of people in this scene that can offer a lot of shit. We just have to be. Yeah, I would agree. You just have to be open to doing it, and not everybody's on that path right now, and that's okay. I just feel weird giving pointers to people. Because well, it's like, I don't do it unless someone asks me about it. Right. And that's that's the other thing. Is like, you gotta, there's a fine line. Like, you don't want to go to an open session and just be like, walk up to people and be like, <laughs> no, her. do it like this. <laughs> no, do it like that. You know what I mean? It's kind of got to be, I, I don't know. It's kind of, you got to feel the room out. Yeah. Right? I'm not going to go to a practice and be like, yeah, you should do this and you should do that. But if somebody's like, damn, you got some dope moves, you know, and they start trying to do some stuff, I might go, hey, try this, you know what I mean? Or have you ever thought of it doing it like this? It's just the same. When we we practice together, people always come up to you and ask you, hey, tell me what you think of this. That's dope, you know what I mean? So that's kind of like the two-way streak I'm talking about. You know, if I see... um, who does fucking shit that I don't do that is not on our crew everybody anyways if I see Hang let's say Hang if I see Hang doing some dope stack okay. you know and it one of the stacks has something to do with that I'm trying to do whatever it is I don't know uh-huh. just an example be like hey dude that was dope can you give me any pointers on that that would be my responsibility to go up to him it's not his responsibility coming to me you know what i mean unless he sees me doing an air chair let's say it's an air chair okay i keep doing i'm I'm mimicking the air chair sitting in my chair um let's say i'm doing it and he's just sitting there watching yeah and he knows how to do it yeah you know and we're at an open session maybe think about helping it you don't have to it's not your responsibility but if you want if you want the greater good for the scene, help that person out. You know what I mean? When you're going to an open session, it's hard to go into somebody else's open session and give pointers. Yeah, It's really hard. 
Because I've been in open sessions where, like, I'm there to practice and I have gotten just nonstop questions. I have been in that position before, and that's really hard, too. Yeah. It's just like, dude, I'm here to practice. And that's kind of where you have to be an ass. It's almost like you're not an asshole. You're just holding a boundary. Like, hey, I'll give you some pointers, but I'm trying to practice, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's that's kind of the exchange. I think it's it's a maturity level, too. Like, once you've been doing this for so long and you've been practicing on your own, you're not going to be one of those people that is just constantly going to go up to somebody and yeah. ask for pointers. It's going to be more like a pointer here and there, you know? And it's kind of, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. If I'm going up and asking somebody for pointers... I'll ask, I'm like, hey, what am I doing wrong? You know what I mean? And if they, they'll give me a critique, you know, and I'll just work on it. And I'll just stay away. I'll just get that one critique. And it's kind of never failed to to where that person just keeps coming back to me and be like, no. Yeah. Try this. You know what I mean? And if it's that, then it's, they're wanting to help you kind of thing. But if it's not... They didn't, you know, they gave me that pointer, they helped me out, and now I'm just leaving them alone. Mm. I feel like when you're newer and you don't understand that, that's when you get those kind of people that are coming up to you constantly while you're trying to practice. (laughs) They don't read the room, you know what I mean? And sometimes they just need to be checked in a nice way, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I've had to do that. There's been plenty of people where I'm trying to practice and they just keep coming up to me. And I'll just be like, I've already showed you three different things. Work on those. Master those. You know, and it usually works. But yeah, I get what you're saying. (laughs) So that kind of went completely different. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Well, fun. Yeah. I don't know. But that's, that's an interesting thought kind of like changing I don't know mentalities it's hard changing energies it's hard because a lot of b-boys are just stuck in their ways you know what I mean they think that they're right and you're wrong a lot of them not all of them I would definitely say I'm guilty of that too yeah like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about kind of mentality and it's to an extent can be right and could be wrong you know what I mean I guess it's just who you're getting the pointer from, you know, and vice versa. You have to be, it has to be a two-way streak, like I've been saying. You have to be open to it, and the person has to be willing to give. And vice versa, like, that's the other thing. With that whole exchange, you shouldn't always be on the take, take, take side. Mm -hmm. You should also give. You know what I mean? And that's the exchange. (laughs) I don't know. That's why I created, that's why I wanted to do an open session. I wanted to have people that don't normally come, come and give their side of things. And like I said, it's not always about, oh, if I go to an open session, I'm, I'm there to like gain something from somebody or give something to somebody it doesn't always have to be that but if you see somebody you always be aware if you're just aware and you're looking around and somebody's struggling on a move that you're really good at 
don't be afraid to go over there and be like, hey, I see that you're struggling. Have you ever tried this? You know what I mean? And don't be afraid to accept it. Even if you don't like that person. That's the point right there. Like if you have a rival, imagine your rival coming up to you, your frenemy or your enemy coming up to you and giving you a pointer. You're whole you're gonna have that wall up right away you'd be like fuck this guy you know what the fuck he's talking about even though you probably know that dude knows how to do it better than you yeah like deep down yeah you're like son of a bitch why is he helping me you know hmm. so i don't know it it would be interesting to see if that ever happened some good uh pointers some good things to think about right there it is it is and not everybody is going to agree, you know, because everybody, like I said, people are stuck in their ways. And that's okay, too. Their way is working for them. Yeah. They don't need anybody else to tell them. But I feel that if you want to grow beyond the box that you're creating for yourself, being stuck in your ways, that's the way to do it. Hmm. That's, that's why it's like when you have somebody coming and doing a workshop, I, I think that's huge. You should definitely go and take that workshop. That's a good topic. What are your thoughts on workshops? Would you take any workshop from anybody, or would you take specific workshops? Um, I wouldn't take a workshop from just anybody. I, I think that I would take a workshop from anybody in this dance scene, in the, in the breaking scene, that has been around a long time. Mm. I would definitely take a workshop. Because I feel, like I said, everybody has something to contribute. And they look at it the dance differently, okay. especially if they've made noise. Mm. You know what I mean. And everybody knows who you are. If you've made it past, <laughs> if you've won, if you've made it past the prelims, and you're constantly making it past the prelims, and you're you're at that level, mm. you know what I mean. Hell yeah. If you're charging a million dollars for your workshop, I'm not. No, <laughs> be you know. Yeah. If you yeah, it just depends. There's a lot of factors that go into that. If you're if you're doing a workshop and you're charging, you know, a reasonable amount for the level you're at, cool, I'm there. But if and of course time lines up or whatever. Yeah. But if it's like a a b boy that's world renowned or is made a lot of noise in their past, hell yeah, I'm totally on board with that. There are certain people that I will never take a workshop from again. Because I just feel like I didn't get anything from it. I respect them, hmm. but I I don't think I'd take a workshop from them again. But most of them that I've done, I've I would take another workshop from. I I think by far my favorite workshop that I've ever taken is from Profo One. Yeah, hands down. He's just got that boogie brat style. I think hmm. that's what it's called. Yeah, it's just unique. I learned a lot from him. So, yeah. and I've taken two workshops from him. I don't know. I just hate taking workshops that like someone teaches you something you already know. Yeah. Or, like they teach it online and you're like, dude, I saw this online and I'm paying for it. Right. Which is kind of like fine because like it supports you, but it's like I'm gaining nothing out of this basically. <laughs> or like a shoulder spin. Like, I think it was like Deku who, um, was teaching shoulder spins mm-hmm. but i already have shoulder spins you know what i mean right but i could reverse it right i could do it my other way yeah but it's like i have to take the time to master um 
what it, it what it feels like to do it the other way. That just takes time. Totally. It's not necessarily like a technique thing. I mean, it is in some ways, but you know what I'm trying to say? Because it's like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I have the move. That's kind of frustrating to me because it's like, well, fuck, man. Right. I get that. I don't know. So for me personally, I feel like I would love to know like who it is and what they're teaching specifically. I agree with you. There's been workshops where I'm taking from somebody that is amazing uh-huh. and they're teaching me how to top rock, like okay. basic top rock. I, I don't like that. Uh. I think I think another, like, like you're saying, if you know the content, it's better. Like if, if they do, let's say they do a beginner workshop and, and an intermediate and advanced workshop, because uh, I've been I've done those yeah. where I just I do the more advanced class and I've gotten a lot more out of it. But I'll stay, I'll watch the beginner class and I'll be like, okay, mm-hmm. you know. So I feel like if you're doing a workshop, you should probably advertise that because then you get less disappointment from the people who actually have dedicated a lot more time than somebody that's just coming in off the street you know but i have also taken workshops from like um storm who taught he taught top rocking and he taught some basic stuff but it's stuff that i've never done or it's a he's taught it in a way that i have never looked at it before even if it's something that i already naturally do it's something i never thought about so Mm -hmm. i still gain something from it so it's hard it's like playing russian roulette almost (laughs) you're like okay am i gonna spend this money and like i said i've spent lots of money i've spent 25 bucks on a workshop and didn't learn shit you know and i was like nah i'll never do that again i even left a workshop early one time because (laughs) damn i was just like this is terrible i'm wasting my time you know what i mean and you feel like you know the person doesn't care Mm. so it's hard and you learn that through trial and error sometimes. I don't know. But like I said, most of my workshops have been pretty good. I think the hardest workshop I ever took was from Ruin. He's like, all right, we're going to learn windmill of the air track. I'm like, what? Oh, shit. <laughs> windmill of the air track? So He's I like, won't. Yeah. So there's workshops that are like that that are like, oh, fuck. This, yeah. this is exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> And then you get there and you're like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> this is way harder and beyond me. You know what I mean? I don't know. His workshops are always hella challenging. I've taken three workshops from him and I don't think there was one where I was completely comfortable with anything he was teaching, which was cool. It's been a long time since I've taken a workshop. I can't remember the last one. Well, yeah, there hasn't really been any because of the whole pandemic and bullshit that's been going on. It's hard. I think my last one was like Ali or something. How was that? Ali's is actually pretty good. I like Ali's uh, workshops. Yeah. It's um, it's pretty different, but he, from, I think I've taken like two of his workshops, but he was teaching like, trying to be just different and definitely like flow. He talked about flow. Yeah. And he has um, an interesting outlook on on breaking. Really? Yeah. So like, I would definitely recommend all these if you guys are like into that flow style. Um, yeah. He's got a really good way of 
transitioning and yeah flowing everything together for sure but i think that was the last one that i took last hmm. year i like it but yeah i'm always like nah, i don't know do i do it do i not i don't know i should always keep an open mind right yeah yeah i mean and it and you're not going to want to go do a workshop from somebody's style that you don't really like you're not going to want to do that but maybe take it to be like, <laughs> I fucking hate this shit. Maybe you find something you like. I don't know. I'm always about, you know, trying to expand that threshold. I think it's important. Because um, it makes you think outside of the box. You know? Because I don't know about you. There's been certain people where I watch and I'm like, God, I cannot stand that style at all. Yeah. And if they ever taught a workshop, I don't think I'd ever go. Yeah. But maybe I will now that I'm a little older. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. You take one. I think one that stands out is probably Lucy Sky. Oh, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Lucy Sky, but he's pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not I would take one from Lucy Sky. I'd be curious. I, it yeah. just depends. Like, that. that's how much you're going to charge, right? It's 20 bucks now. <sighs> 15, maybe. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> how much would you pay for a workshop with Lucy Sky? Let's just go over there. I'd probably pay like 12 at the most. And how much would you pay for a workshop with Alkalil? Uh, 30. 30. <laughs> what if you... <laughs> Woo, hands down, 30 bucks. 30, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> That's so true. Well, it's just because I like Alkalil's style. You know? Well, yeah. You, like... Of course, you're going to pay more for somebody that you, yeah, you like. Relate to and... If you don't like them that much, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go and take the, I'll accept that challenge, but I'm not going to accept that challenge for $30. You know what I mean? But, like, I took a workshop from Storm, and I paid fucking... Out the ass for it? No, dude. I only paid, like, 15 bucks for it. But I would have paid 50 for Storm? Storm, yeah. Storm well, dude, is got, one of my favorite B-boys of all the, time. Uh, Rocks Right one. That was for free. Yeah. That was that, crazy. Yeah. That was Rocks Right Profo one and uh, what's his name? Shit. Oh, yeah. I don't even know. We're blank and ladies. Not Remind. It was uh, some old school. It was a name like that. God damn it. I'm so sorry. I'll think of it later. But anyways, Yeah. <laughs> Rocks right profile one and that dude. Yeah. Free. I was like, hell yeah, let's go. And there was only like, fuck. I think it was just our crew and maybe like four other people. Yeah. Nobody else in the, like the Colorado scene were there. No. That's I was like, how are you missing this opportunity? You know, I learned. Yeah. I learned quite a bit in that workshop as well. So very it was cool, very cool. Yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely worth the time. And that was like the year after Rocks Right won Red Bull BC One, or was it two um, years after that? I don't remember. I think it was two years after. So, anyways, Rocks Right's one of my favorite b boys too. The general. He's he's the so general. good. He's so good. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting to take another workshop. It's been a long time. For yeah. Me. I. I don't know. Just hearing like a world international breakers perspective on the dance. I I haven't even really watched footage honestly for like more than a year. Like, oh all yeah, all these newbie boys coming up. I I, I just blink because I'm like I don't watch. I don't know who these people are. Yeah, there's a lot of new ones that are good. Yeah, 
Instagram is pretty depressing. I can't watch Breaking on Instagram. Really? There's a lot of like the craziest, stupidest people are just doing <laughs> amazing things. <laughs> it's I'm discouraging, like, man. Fuck. Yeah, no, it really is. It makes you like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> there's no way. Yeah. You got fucking like eight-year-olds doing like 32 elbow spins. Fuck. How? Like what in the world? Just makes me hate kids even more. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, was it was it flight that like a bomb battled kid and just went hardcore i think ben's done it too yeah ben's gone hardcore yeah ben flipped off (laughs) flipped off a kid (laughs) on stage on stage he flips off a kid and it was for it wasn't even like a in his defense, man, he's just like, hey, you don't know what these kids are capable of no, nowadays. <laughs> he don't, you don't, but there's a time and a place for everything. Hey, I lost to a kid. Remember, I lost to Rook. Dude, I've lost to a kid. I think everybody's lost to a kid. I hate battling little kids. That's the worst too. thing ever. I know, because it's like if you roast them, you're an asshole, but it's like... I don't even give a fuck about roasting a kid and looking like an asshole. I'd rather do that. Really? Like... Oh. If if you go out and hit this clean ass, nice round, and then they go out and like shimmy on beat, you've you're lost. Yeah, you've lost. They've already got the kid swag. Yeah. And if a kid knows what he's doing, he's gonna win. Yeah. Or she. So. I hate battling little kids for that yeah. particular reason. Anybody else? But. You know, I, I we've all been there. Yeah. I've lost to kids. You've lost to kids. It's crazy, man. I've like, seen woo-hoo. multiple people in this dance scene lose to kids. I've leaned, I've, yeah. Just all over the world, man. What did that... God. It, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's, I can't remember what Josh said to me. I was like walking off. After you lost? After I lost to Rook. I can't remember what he said. It was like, hey, don't worry about it. Or he's like, hey, don't feel so bad. I mean, I don't know. I can't remember how he worded it. He worded something, but he's like, hey, it just, it wasn't me or something. You know what I mean? So it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have to worry about it, but it was you type of thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm happy it was you and not it. me. Yeah, something like that. I can't remember how he phrased it, though. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Rook was damn good. Yeah, he was good. I wonder where that kid is. He quit, dude. I, well, he I think he quit. Quit. Yeah. I think just Nobody's the COVID seen thing, like, was, I think his parents, I think, took it pretty serious or something. So I think he's like, definitely uh sheltered yeah i don't know but i don't know either but he was really good that's what sucks when someone's like really good especially here in utah then they just like disappear yeah damn dude like you had so much to give yeah and then nothing yeah Um, he i know he quit i think he quit i think that's what josh told me i know ash quit she was a little firecracker. She was dope. And she yeah. just quit. You know. These kids, man. They start them so young. I wonder if they're just like, yeah, they just kind of get over it when they get older. It's like, I just want to do something different. Yeah. I don't know. And it's also like they, when they were in the scene and they were at their highest, they were always winning. Nobody could beat them. You know? Mm, yeah. Very few times. So when you're always winning, you kind of, you get to a point where 
it kind of gets boring when you don't have somebody to challenge you. You know what I mean? Uh, so what's the point anymore? Um, push your boundaries, man. You can do it. Yeah. That's when you start going out of state and then get smoked. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get humbled, man. It. I don't know. There's that certain level where it's just uh, like, okay, I've beat everybody here. Do I keep uh, do I keep competing and keep beating everybody, or do I just stand back and let somebody else take the reins? You know what I mean, and take my business outside of the state where the competition's higher. There are people here that do, like Ali. He hardly he doesn't ever enter. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think he should enter? I don't think so. I think he's already proven his point. I think maybe every once in a while, like just to show you, you know, like, hey, I'm still here, you know, <laughs> and I can still smoke everybody yeah. here. I'm still the king of Utah. Yeah. I think, I think uh, every once in a while is great. But when you're competing, like, I mean, outside of the state and you're winning, yeah. what's the point? And you're, you're going to other scenes that That's are true. far more advanced. What's the point? You know what I mean? That's true. That at this point, it's like he can either keep going, which he should. You know what I mean. He's still got his youth with him, and he's still strong. You know, with practice and all that stuff. And you know, if your view is to get far, you got to focus on. You got to be selfish. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Keep traveling. Keep doing your shit. Maybe enter a battle that's relevant here. You know what I mean. We should get Ali on. I'm curious to just hear his mentality and his, yeah, and mostly his motivation. Like, yeah, he's very quiet. How the fuck do you stay like so motivated? You know what I mean? Yeah, because like just I don't know his whole lifestyle, but the man's practicing all the fucking time. Yeah, I think he'd be dope to get on to hear his whole story, his his side of things. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I mean he's. Who was, like, the king of Utah before Ali? I don't know if there was ever, like, a specific king. There was a lot of good b-boys, though. We had Matt Ballistic. He was damn good. And then we had Joaquin. Joaquin. He was really good. Um, and then all those cats, like, Flexum. Flexum lived here. He was he was probably the king of Utah. He, he won the most. Yeah. Um. Who else? I, there was a lot of. Uh, like you, you had. AOD. AOD had all the top B boys, so they would always switch off. But I would say better. Not I wouldn't even say better than them, but Flexum was really damn good. He was hard to beat. He would win a lot. And then Ballistic Matt. And Joaquin were also really, really good. Even Critter at one point yeah. was really good. And Tanner. Tanner was good. Or he is good. All these guys are still good. Tanner, Flexum. Joaquin actually doesn't really dance that much anymore. I think he gets down here and there. Mm. But he was damn good. He was one of those guys that always won. So. Mm. But I don't think there wasn't any specific person that was just 
you knew they were going to win all the time. It was those people that I just mentioned that yeah. were like at the top. So, yeah. Now it's like people that win all the time here, it, it kind of switches off. Mm-hmm. You know, because Ali, like I said, Ali doesn't really <coughs> enter any jams here. The disc moved back and he hasn't entered any jams. And that, that dude, holy shit, he's fucking good. Yeah. I went rounds with him. He came to our practice two weeks ago and he taught a little bit. And then we all went rounds and we just kept going. I think we went 15 fucking rounds. What? Oh, God damn. Just. Boom, 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 boom. It's I'm not going to lie, going. dude. After I recovered from getting sick, dude, I, I'm so fucking out of shape. Like, I, what was it, the first practice, I think Shogun went, he's like, yo, want to do three rounds really fast? I'm like, sure. Yeah. If I like the second one, oh my God, I f- thought I was going to die. The third one, I felt like I was going to pass out, just puke all over my pants, and then just <laughs> lie there. He, dude. He's been on that round game, man. He's He tries to go several rounds or three rounds with most everybody at practice lately mm. which i think that the dis has really inspired that in him because when he's the dis has come a oh, couple sure. of times and oh for sure yeah like practicing is way different from like just battle practicing yeah like that's an entirely different thing itself yeah and we talked about intention like that's the important thing like what's your intention intention yeah intention is huge if you have an intention and you just work towards that intention you're more hyper focused you know than just going to practice and being like i'm just going to practice yeah but if you have an intention with what practice is and how you're going to do it it's far more beneficial for you you know what i mean Mm, so like for instance my intention is to practice for the vegas battle yeah so i'm going to be battling everybody at practice you know what i mean just to run my shit run my content over and over and over and over and over again Mm. in all these different ways you know so when battle time comes i've run this material already so i can be confident when i get there yeah that i'm gonna do well that's just like an intention that you can go for you know, you can you can have your intention. Oh, I'm gonna focus on my power. That's my intention. My intention is gonna be flares and comboing. Yeah. Whatever. Something to think about. But I think that's super important. Yeah. Killer. Killer, bruh. Killer, bruh. Do you have anything else to talk about? <laughs> we just kind of went on a tangent there. No, you're good. Uh, no, can, not really. We can keep going. We can stop it. Time's... We're at an hour and 30 minutes. A minute 30. A minute 30. Brazil. Yeah, it's, it's getting long. It is. We should just probably cut it. Cool. Well, well, welcome to the year of 2022. The new year, man. The new year, a new person. We're going to try new. to get more people on. More people on, like we said. Interviews. Um, if you want to be a part of the podcast, hit us up. Um, we have our Instagram page, which is... Talk underscore kings with a Z at the end. Yes. Hit us up on there. You can hit us up personally on our yeah. Facebooks or Instagram or if you know our phone numbers, whatever. Whatever. Um, 
please share this. It helps get the podcast out. Um, if you have suggestions, hit us up again. Like, subscribe, you know, do all the things. And as always, tell your mothers and tell your fathers. Tell your brothers, tell your sisters. Tell your favorite B-boys. Yes, yeah, see you next time. See you next time.